Hello and welcome to the Daily Lawyer podcast. My name is Jana Krishnan. I'm your host and also the founder of the Daily Lawyer. And today is yet another episode in our Daily Stories series. So this is a series where we invite business owners to come on the podcast and speak about their journeys in business. And uh, since this is a sort of lawyer and law podcast, this is also a place where we can talk to them about how they handle their legalities, what are the issues that they faced, what are some of the things that they would like to see to make their life easier when it comes to this one domain. And in that, today I'm so happy to have uh, my next guest. She is a very dynamic entrepreneur. I'm speaking about Miss Akanksha Sureka, the founder of Flying Elephant Designs. Akanksha is a graphic designer, illustrator, founder of this holistic design agency. And what I love about the way they call, they don't call themselves an agency. They call themselves an ecosystem of creativity, which I think is so cool and such a different way of seeing seeing your business and the offerings that you that that you have to make to the world uh so like i said flying elephant designs is not an agency it calls in itself an ecosystem of creativity complete with young and enthusiastic designers marketers campaign and social media experts and storytellers akanksha established uh, flying elephant designs in 2016 as a homegrown stationery brand but then from there she has grown from 1 to 100 plus clients and she has you know added a uh, so many offerings from stationery to now being almost a full service complete design and communication studio that she is today in 5 years or now what 7 years so akanksha it's so impressive what you've done and i'm so happy to welcome you to the daily lawyer thank you for being here hi jana thank you for uh, calling mm-hmm. me on your show and thank you for this introduction uh, uh everything that you've said uh, i i i mean i'm wearing all of it together for the first time myself about that i'm happy <laughs> It always well. seems fancy when somebody tells us. Like when we are actually doing the work, we don't realize how much. Yeah. So I think you should take this moment to pat yourself on the back. A little overwhelming. I know. I can imagine. So Akanksha, like I said, uh, this is a, a series, and you know that this is a series where we when we invite business owners to speak about their journeys. in business how how are they here today and also we'll touch upon your problems with legalities etc as we go along in the podcast but to for those who know nothing about you can you briefly explain what is it that you do for a living what is you know what is your company called where are you located tell us about your journey right so hi everyone i'm akanksha sureka and uh, i started this company called flying elephant designs uh, about 6 years back uh, like jana said we started as a stationery studio a uh, stationery company it was always my dream to have like a whole uh, hole in the wall kind of a stationery shop uh, that's where i started my entrepreneurial journey but now uh, since 2019 we moved our uh, business model and we are now a complete only a full service agency so we uh, i work as a brand strategist i uh, uh, consult brands and uh, what my team does is that we work extensively with smes with corporates and uh, with independent brand owners on uh, building what their business building uh, and transforming their business into how they can call it a brand uh we do a lot of packaging design work that is also one of our fortes 
and um, like and then apart from that like you said it's an ecosystem right so we my team is equipped to deal with um, any kind of marketing and communication related uh, problems so our approach is also a solution based when our clients come to us uh, most often they come to us with a brief there's always a problem that we are looking to solve uh, visually and through the right uh, stories and using content and words so that's so lovely you are you said so many things and there are some things that i want to sort of understand myself and maybe simplify for the rest like you said that you spoke about branding and about uh, brand design brand strategy so can you if you have to break it down a little bit when you say brand design like is it is it only for i don't know some like product based or branding is for everybody like what do you mean by that for somebody who knows nothing about right so branding is essentially for everyone there are different stages and how uh, elaborately do you want to work on your uh, company so see everyone runs a business like right entrepreneurs in sense or solopreneurs there's a business that you are running you're either doing it by yourself or you're doing it with a, with your team uh, and then there's a third element involved which is your target audience the customers who are buying it so you brand yourself which is your personal brand how people how you are positioning yourself as an expert or as a person who's selling the product then there's your team uh, or the product that is attached to you which is uh, an extension to your brand and then there's a third element which is how are your customers perceiving you so all of this it's an ecosystem so they all come together they can work independently also but if you see like a bigger company like a coke or a starbucks or even like a mid sized company uh these things are connected and then we build a story around uh all of these three elements and we put them together connect them together and it says the same story so you as a person as a founder are talking about something uh in a particular way in a particular language in a particular tone uh your product or service is also talking like that so from a service perspective uh what it would essentially mean is if i'm sending out a credentials document about my company right so that has to match the way i conduct myself and also the team has to the team when they are communicating with the clients that sort of ethos has to match together and then when the customer is uh, or when a client is seeing that document or talking to us mm-hmm. or seeing our work outside they should be able to reconnect like connect all of those dots together and say that yeah this is this is what belongs to flying elephant designs or a daily lawyer right so now when you send me when you sent me say a document or you sent me an invite you've always you've got your branding in place so i know this authentically comes from the daily lawyer and it's not just any other lawyer so it's basically like a personality that we are creating which identifies us as who we are individually like you as flying elephant me as daily lawyer and whatever whoever works with right. us etc for the outside world right and it's much more extensive and there's a product involved because yeah. there's there's a product involved there's packaging involved and there's so many more touch points you can work on to establish that brand right mm-hmm. so whether it's on e-commerce whether it's like on physical product whether it's uh, it's as simple as a tag that's on you know like you may be selling a handkerchief but 
there's a label on the handkerchief so with products it just becomes slightly more easier also yeah. and a lot more touch points to communicate yeah. that brand that's true so when you say smes your your like who are the clients or who are the people who will be probably coming to you is it only people uh, or even like somebody like me let's say okay people like me can come who have a service sort absolutely, of anyone, like who are the people who can sort of come to you right so um someone like you like we were talking just before this recording started someone who's uh uh i'm working with someone who's a fine jewelry consultant someone who's been uh, a wedding photographer for 10 years and she wanted to revamp her complete branding and she's quite famous in the wedding photography industry so either you're a service or you're a product or you're a legacy brand you know you've been around for like your comp- business has been around for say 30 40 years two generations back but now uh, and that's a lot that's a, that's a category or industry we are working with a lot where the younger generation has taken over mm. the business and now they feel the need to transform to refine uh their current business to make it more relevant to the current times yeah. and to the digital uh media yeah. so uh so yeah like i said if you have a service mm-hmm. you have a product or you're a legacy company you've been around for the longest time but now want to relook at how you're talking to the consumers uh we work with all these clients oh that's lovely so now i know that you've and you i know that you have a very impressive roster of clients because i know some of your clients um what would you say and you've been running flying elephant designs for now 6 years 7 years yeah 6 7 years you have a big team i know that as well so what would you say are your top 3 priority items uh, as a business owner so i very recently um learned it the hard way that an accountant a lawyer oh god and an hr <laughs> three things that you cannot work with yes. if you're running a company yeah i'm still struggling with, i mean but i also know as a person who's like started and who's managing all of this alone it's a lot to deal with yeah um, but it's i think if you have like 5 rupees to spare from your entire marketing from a 10 rupee marketing budget i would say spend that 5 rupees thank you akaksha <laughs> call me after the recording <laughs> because i remember a conversation 6 months ago i was <laughs> still there i haven't moved oh, on <laughs> but okay we should talk offline or this but anyway i totally agree and I, i think i'm going to take this Five rupees thing and posted everywhere because out of a ten rupee marketing budget, spend five rupees and get it. You know, not marketing by. like ten rupees yeah, of your entire business budget to spend five rupees on these three yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. So those are your top three priority items, and I can't agree more. I'm so happy to hear that. In terms of now, of course, there's an obvious uh, offshoot of that because. Uh, we did discuss about documentation about 6 months ago so in terms of documentation what is your sort of view how are you managing right now and what are the some of the challenges that you faced maybe so uh, because we started it was just me who was managing i mean i'm still ma- i'm it's still me who is managing it but we uh, so i took documentation for granted because uh most of the time we are working with founders right you end up talking to them every day so there's a yeah. personal rapport that you build and then you take 
the take documentation for granted or you're like too overwhelmed or you don't want to yeah create that awkward conversation about an agreement or about um, just putting things down on paper uh but uh, so now I have realized irrespective family friends whatever it is one do not start without an advance uh, especially if you're in a service-based industry because time is money for us and uh, we can keep working but if we're not paid for it then we're not really doing yeah. anything about biz- our business that's one um who irrespective of whomever you're working with get an agreement in place I'm still struggling to get that <laughs> in place <laughs> Whether it is, uh, whether it's like one of the biggest companies, because uh, usually what happens is with the bigger uh, corporate companies, you have to get yourself registered as a vendor, and that process is usually longer. And more often than not, these companies come to a smaller agency when they are, you know, like in a last-minute requirement, uh thing and then they and then I mean if depending on how your work is you'll obviously end up doing a lot more work with them but uh, but get an agreement in place or get an advance uh, or get like an approval on email any kind of formal documentation whatsapp is not a formal document or <laughs> or uh, has no value in that in those terms but uh get something in written before you start working i think that's i can't i can't uh, stress on this enough and i'm really happy that you spoke about you spoke about this um one other thing that you can possibly do is also have terms so i mean we can we can talk about those things but one thing you said was uh you know you're a bit hesitant to start the awkward conversation so why do you think is it's awkward to speak I mean I know like that is the reason why I started the daily lawyer because I thought that people don't I was living under a rock you know when we, you're doing this all day in and day out you don't realize the perception that people have right, right. so but why is it awkward like have you had uh, experiences where you know you've lost clients because you've said contracts so, banana no I haven't uh touch wood uh but so to be honest, the clients that I've been working with for like four plus years, I still don't have an agreement in place for them because they are almost like like an extension of, you yeah. know, what we are as a company, right? So we, I've still not had that conversation with them. So do you feel but somewhere that they, you are, you know, you're going, to, you're eroding your trust because, like, yeah, you're like, yeah, 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 and then. The conversations are so organic and natural. And I mean, most of them never really had a problem as such, right? So then for me, I'm like, why do I want to start this new conversation with people whom I already have a relationship with? But the newer clients, I have made sure that that there is some official documentation, a certain amount of advance is issued before we start. Uh, I feel as we scale up also and as we've grown, uh, me as an on like me as a com- owner also have realized uh, friends, family, relationships is all great, but but these awkward conversations are important because I've burnt my fingers in terms of I've lost money. Where you know like you be- you're like really close, you become close and you start meeting socially also, or you because you've worked with the company for a long time, but I've 
burnt money so like i rather it's okay if i don't have that client but i rather have this conversation yeah. now yeah. and uh, surprisingly they've they've accepted that yeah. like okay yeah then. so that's that's exactly what i was going to say that the awkwardness is actually in us because you're very worried that we we look like we don't trust a person but i think you know we we have to, we have to truly change the perspective because it's not that i don't trust you it's just that i value our relationship so much that i don't want any disputes to come between us like i that's the whole wow, i'm going to say that next time <laughs> you know that's actually the entire purpose of why we have contracts right because i we value we don't want uh, ambiguity creates so my boss my ex boss used to say that assumption is the mother of all fuck up uh and i'm sorry why well, i'm actually i'm not sorry to say that but whatever <laughs> so and he used to keep repeating that because uh, when i started and i was with this company for almost a decade so when i started i was um quite you know like naive and new to the world of in house uh, work i was you know coming from a law firm background so i didn't know many things and all, and, I, and i used to assume that things used to happen in a company the way it used to happen in the law firm right and and i i learned this the hard way that assumption is a mother of all fuck ups and that's how we, we would keep saying and we then after that we started telling our team like our you know the, the teams that we were serving that the reason why we are doing this is so that there are no assumptions so that you are not you know so that we are clear about our obligations your obligations money because we follow this when we are actually working right like if you're working on a planning yeah. project there is a question there are there are those yeah. conversations about yeah. everything else yeah because you are think because the minute you think about documentation you start, you think oh my god he's going to think that i'm not i don't trust him or he, her whatever uh because we have this totally negative bias when it comes to anything to do with the law but essentially what is it it's just our agreement with ourselves also that's it protecting yeah. our relationship also right. uh and so anyway i hope uh, next time not just you but anybody else who's listening <laughs> if they feel this way uh then this and one one simple thing to do to like if you don't you know because contracts may not be the answer for everybody and it happens one thing to do is to just have terms like you know terms and conditions which are available for public viewing on your website or whatever at least that is there and at every touch point with you and the client so oh yeah. that I mean that is one that's option good. yeah that's okay. an option i've suggested to so many clients in the last one year i can't tell you because oh, if yeah, at a battle we good Yeah, that's what I was going to talk to you about after yeah. <laughs> we finish recording, and I'll talk to you about it again. But then I thought, since we are on the topic, might as well maybe there's somebody listening for whom it will be useful. Uh, so you know, you can have lawyers draft your terms for you, uh, and then that's it. One time you draft it, it's there. It's there at various touch points that you have. Right, and I think like the six months back when we had the conversation we also had a conversation about the team and the documentation with the team as well yeah yeah i've still not done that though so same but, reason yeah yeah same reason but again same reason for you to do it also Absolutely. because they have clarity you and you come across looking a lot more professional like especially for the youngsters and yeah and the youngsters they want this yeah yeah i think it's just about like our own clear on why what's the intent yeah. of the document yeah. there is all that awkwardness and ambiguity and everything gets out of gets the- out yeah so i was doing uh, like recently I, 
uh, I told you we got delayed recording because I was busy. There was a call that ran over because right. there's a group of people who are coming together to hopefully start something. I, I don't know what's happening to that. But so they were like how you are, you know, they know each other, but they're not like very close friends or anything. Some of them know each other better. Some of them know each other through these people and all that. So they were like, and one of them is a friend of mine. So she said, you know, can you just, can we just have a conversation? You know, like just talk because like how we were speaking, I've been talking to her and boring her about all these things, how we have to change the perspective and all. So today was one of those meetings where, uh, I mean, the first meeting that we had was why we need to come together and have a co-founders document or whatever, because we know what each other is doing. So anyway, with that, it, it went into a bit of a tangent as we spoke, but never mind. Um, okay, because you spoke about like you burnt your fingers, you said I burnt my fingers. Uh, can you sort of describe any instance that you probably suffered some loss, if you can, that is, because you probably, you either you did not have the correct documentation or, uh, you know, you had not sort of thought of your risks, let's say. So yeah, so burned my fingers. I'll talk about this particular case study. But the funny part is that I did have my documentation in place for oh. this. Uh, I don't know how detailed it is, honestly, because I haven't like really gone and consulted a lawyer lawyer. Uh, but we did have an agreement in place. It was a long term retainer project. And but for nine months, everything went really well. And then the last uh, two, three months, the founders absconded. Uh, and a lot of people have not been paid for, you know, their due. Achha. We did have an agreement in place. I did have everything else on email. And there was, you know, all the yeah. voices, etc. But for me, the struggle has been, what do I do with this? Right. So now I have all this proof. Um, connected with my CA connected me with somebody who like specializes in getting the money back and we filed an MSME court complaint but then again then what it's been two years now then what yeah I know it's one and the other one is actually a classic a classic case of what we are discussing I got introduced to another agency, a person through a cousin of mine, known him for a really long time. We got on really well and, you know, started work without, with zero documentation, like zero. There's no communication on email as well. We just started work and we did work for six months. There's no payment, like, and the and the billing was from him to the client, right? And this is also another big shot client involved, like a really big company involved. So their billing processes are very different, which I had no, which I still don't have any idea about. I'm trying to learn how to work on that. So now I'm in a space where I'm like, all I can do is just follow up with him, hmm. and we're still friends. Yeah, there is. I'm like, okay, eventually if he goes away or if there's no communication or the conversation just like fizzles out or I stop following up that it's done, like that money is gone. So it's mm -hmm. like zero. So I think these two incidences for me made me realize I should have an agreement in place irrespective of, you know, whoever yeah. I'm working with yeah. and whatever it is. It may be a really small job but uh, it has yeah. to, there has to be something on email which is like a legal 
or like a proper document. That's something that you can use to show your side of the story. In terms of what next, right? That is a difficulty. Like what next? Because the current state maybe of our legal system is such that judicial delay is a reality. And the way it is, the judicial delay can is to a point where we probably feel that, you know, should we even file anything in the court? It's frustrating. Yeah, yeah, it is. Of course, it's extremely frustrating. There are other ways, also legal ways. I'm not saying illegal ways that we can manage. <laughs> but, uh, but for all that, I mean, you know, so if you have all the proof, it just makes it easier because you it, you can... You can have four or five options that you can pursue with different... Tell me just uh, like the fact that there are emails or there are WhatsApp conversations and then like work has gone out from your official email inbox. Is that proof enough or not? Of course, why not? See, like proof is like this. Okay, the concept of proof when it comes to law is I have to prove my side. You have to prove your side. Whosoever proof is better whosever proof is more convincing, then there are degrees. Like it has to be beyond reasonable doubt. It has to be beyond preponderance of possibilities and so on. So whosoever proof is more convincing is the story that is accepted. So there is not like enough proof and, you know. Yeah. So just get a document in place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just get documents. Not one, documents. All your documents. Yeah. Because like things like terms, these are a bunch of different things. You can, you can have a, a policy, you can have terms, you can have right. disclaimer. And these are things that you can put at various touch points that you only have, like in your email signature, in your uh, website, in your Instagram bio, you know, like there are so many places that you can put Absolutely. these things that technically show that, listen, if a person wanted to read now, I have given like hajar places where they could pot- potentially read. It's not that they don't know on what, terms I'm working on right at least you have that argument too but I'll tell you agreed I'll tell you one of my struggles in terms of agreements why I haven't really haven't haven't been able to nail it correctly is because we have so many services right and every service has a different if and but so so we no so ha I had this conversation with another graphic designer yesterday and uh, one of the things is that, see, ultimately, no, the, the terms on which you work are the same. As in whether you're working for Jenna or you're working for X, Y, whatever, you will work on your terms. So your basic agreement should have your terms. Like I will work on, let's say you just said about advance. You said, you know, whatever. Hmm. Or you, how many turnarounds maybe hmm. that is okay yeah. with all that. So what are common guy. In a few cases, you'll have, yes, uh, like for branding and maybe different packaging and maybe different, I don't know. You have annexures now. You just have a list which is, which is, oh, for, okay. and then you have annexures and then you, I don't even know whether we should put all this in the podcast <laughs> or take it out. I'm not sure. But, uh, Send it to me, respect. <laughs> So, but anyway, uh, let's see if if it, if it helps anyone. Just because we are plugging it in. Oh, I can't even plug it in. I'll get into trouble. So, but uh, really, it's a struggle. It's a struggle, yes. I know. I've been procrastinating on it now because it's just so much to think about. But you don't need to do the thinking now. What are we for? We are supposed to do the thinking. You're just supposed to say, Jenna, these are my problems. Find a solution. And that's. 
नहीं वो आप बोल दो व्हाट्सएप का जस्ट सेंड अ व्हाट्सएप वॉइस नोट एंड वी विल हैंडल इट नो बट एनीवे दैट्स बेसिकली आवर जॉब एज ऑल ऑफ अस नॉट जस्ट मी आवर एंटायर कम्युनिटी दैट्स आवर जॉब टू बी टू फिगर आउट सॉल्यूशंस टू प्रॉब्लम्स सो एनीवे विद दैट सेड आई एम रियली लाइकिंग द डायरेक्शन ऑफ दिस इंटरव्यू बिकॉज़ इट्स द फर्स्ट टाइम वी हैव हैड वी स्पोकन अबाउट ऑल ऑफ दीस थिंग्स एंड नो इट्स वेरी लाइक very relatable relatable to me so i hope it's relatable to everybody else in the able to me was listening yeah i so, feel like i'm finally able to talk <laughs> yeah <laughs> everything <laughs> no but i'm i'm so happy that you are like you being so open and honest with all your challenges honestly i can't if i were a listener i am a listener in a sense but if i were a listener and not a lawyer and a business owner i would find so many of the things you said so relatable and at the same time i'd be like yeah i also need a solution to this you know so thank find you find me find me people who need solutions to this and then we can all like sit ha. together and find ha, solutions ha let's do chal let's do i'm a, serious <laughs> yeah yeah let's do we'll talk after <laughs> so tell me what is your biggest what has been your biggest challenge when it comes to lawyers or getting legal help um to be honest i haven't gone found like looking for a lawyer uh one in my head okay because i come from a a business family and a marwadi family and a really big family i've always heard overheard lawyers etc as a part of an extended conversation but those conversations have always been really high level ha huh. they were like not relevant to me as a individual um uh, i don't know if i've spoken to you about this so my uh, sister in law's sister ha uh-huh, ha you said she's a lawyer, lawyer right? yeah i have seen her right from her first year of law college to now right so beech mein when i needed anything like she was a call away like uh, kritika i need this and you know what do we do and very nicely she would draft everything and give me and then she'll ask me questions so whatever little help i've always needed she's been a call away but apart from that i the only other lawyer that is at like a relatable uh, wavelength is you wow <laughs> okay fine see there's also a very honest answer that i've never needed to seek somebody out, seek out a lawyer never, never sought them out so i don't know so that's pretty good at the yeah, same time you have someone ha yeah, work perspective i've never like she was always a call away yeah. and for me um, i've seen very few women in the family really doing like you know full fledged mm. business men mm. of course are doing and everyone's doing work as a passion right so when she was studying like for me i kept telling her you are going to be like the first lawyer of flying elephant designs who always how sweet you know? so yeah. for me that was like yeah all away get yeah. do everything that i need to do because it was really basic also yeah. now with time i started to realize really things need to streamline and she's helped me and then the only other person like i said i know you so i've not gone out looking also for me in general whomever i'm working with i need to have like a really open conversation because otherwise then again there's awkwardness of a different time correct so then you can't really tell openly this is working not working right correct. or whatever you know correct uh so yeah so that's been 
not my struggle or struggle. I don't know, but I'm happy with these two people yeah. doing in my life. I don't no, want to be looking for how sweet. <laughs> but you have like it's not as if you like done started flying elephants and you're running flying elephants without even talking to somebody. You do have a lawyer in your family. I spoke to her uh, much later. Like four years into this. Oh, Okay, never mind. I'm glad you spoke to her finally. That's why the burnt fingers. But But I, the the minute that realization happened, I started talking. But much later. Good, but at least you did. So I'm proud of you that you at least did it. What, um, what would you say are some of the biggest mistakes that business owners make? in maybe starting maybe running their business whatever what what would you say let's say you have to give three mistakes taking documentation for granted um take not having a good accountant and uh like i said earlier so uh it's very your team is really important if you mm. have a team also as a person who's running a business, right? You may be whatever size of business you are running, get help because you cannot do, it's humanly impossible to do everything, right? So you are good. If there are 10 things that you have to do, you're amazing at eight things, but you're not good at two things, get help for those two things. Or vice versa. Yeah, sure. Uh, And if it's a team that you're building, for me, I think the team comes before the clients. Right, because they, if the team's not there, then you, you, it's they're representing you as well, right? So if your team, uh, if you have a team, keep them motivated, uh, work towards their growth, and your your business will automatically grow. But uh, if I have to bring like cut short the conversation and say three things: documentation, uh, get everything on email, get an accountant, don't compromise on a CA and um, ask for help good or get help really nice ones um i was okay i think you've already answered this if i had to ask you then this is sort of the last question to wrap up this segment of ours if i have to ask you based on your sort of experience with documentation legalities lawyers whatever if there's anything that you would want to see in the world that would probably make your life easier in this aspect of getting your documentation, etc., uh, you know, make it easier for you. What would you think? What would you say? If there's any like service or product or anything? It's really imaginative, but yeah. like makes of chat GPT and something that exactly can think how you think as a person i'm, I'm almost afraid voice commands oh babre <laughs> this is like sub lawyers ko sabko kaam se nikal do ek ai ko bitha do bas <laughs> no then it can be a person also it but... can be a person yeah sure but yes <laughs> but if if i can just like like have a real you know like spill out my thoughts without filtering and then that person knows what to so put down that will be the awesomest thing to do yeah very random but yeah no no not random it's good right even for us as lawyers for us it's good feedback because we imagine if we are we can morph ourselves into into humans who can just you know and and we technically we are supposed to do that we're supposed to just take whatever you say like churn it 
put it in a document but then obviously give you advice about whether because sometimes what you may say may, may not may not be practical. a lot of times also i can imagine you all get that right? yeah yeah all the we time get that a lot in our yeah, business. yeah. <laughs> like i want this only i want that only i want to work with this person only i mean like you are not living in utopia yeah. so what to do but i think just the service industry is difficult it yeah is- yeah that's true it's 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 you're you're dealing more with people's psychology than actually the work that you're doing absolutely yeah 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 of course so this wraps up our legal legal part of the conversation the second half of the podcast i do it because i love it i do it for myself it's called five four three two one where i ask you five of something four of something three of something like that okay so first five productivity tips uh that you want to give uh you can also include apps or whatever na huh? what whatever you want five productivity tips uh start your day early like early means what now we up now early and non uh, other people the earlier different i'm just say start your day by 5:30 huh. if am am say that was okay 5:30 am sorry yeah yeah 5:30 am if huh. you can uh nahi to 7 baje tak to but start your day yeah. Uh, yeah yeah as early as possible yeah um use a good management tool uh, right have a tool so you can use like uh, uh asana you can use uh, outlook uh, by microsoft like the entire ecosystem of outlook or if you're on gmail whatever uh, or notion uh, slack whatever works for you but uh use a good management tool especially if you have a team because then you can overview everything uh, at a glance uh write your to do notes like take them take take some time in the morning put down your notes or put down your to do list write it on a piece of paper the satisfaction to cancel things is just another level um i think take a nap in the afternoon for 20 minutes if you can if you are the sorts because uh i feel for me that does really well for productivity yeah. sort of like resets your day yeah um yeah and um, uh also ask like again ask for help from a productivity perspective also right like if you yeah. feel that it's to, if it's a lot on your plate reach out to somebody and uh, as long as things getting work is done or getting done that's the priority so ask for help nice i agree with all five of what you said I I think I I don't know product uh the of that tools that you said no that Outlook or whatever I don't know use any of that but I should like I I'm trying to learn Notion I'm not doing a very good job of it but Asana is really easy if you want to yeah Notion I I feel is like a little uh it's very open as such so you know uh if you're used to structure then you'll be like kya chal raha hai Asana mein <laughs> Okay. So, uh, sorry, क्या चल रहा है नोशन में बट आसाना इज रियली स्ट्रक्चर्ड एंड इट्स गॉड अ फ्री वर्जन ऑल्सो सो डोंट नीड टू रियली स्टार्ट इन्वेस्टिंग इन इट एज वेल अच्छा लेट मी ट्राई Me do some R and D and during my holiday I'm going for a holiday so I'll sit oh, there and do some all R and D. Uh, okay, four books that okay oh. that you would yeah, recommend. Like, like business book. No man, whatever you like. I think. Because I'm a very moody reader. Ha ha. Whatever you like. you can one, like uh, say romance and all that also <laughs> so one the 5 am club ha huh. uh that's really good uh the nudge 
very good from a consumer psychology perspective if you're oh, like wow. I service design or service in general uh, that book is amazing uh, it has amazing nuances of how you can uh, uh, connect with your customer and you know uh, have small prompts to nudge the customer to get or to sell wow. or really good book Huh. Um. Then I like the Becoming by Michelle Obama, and uh, Harry Potter, like all time. Yes. <laughs> I think you know, about it so many times, man. Like really, like I read it. I don't know, like whatever ninety six seven whenever it came, and then we were part of the generation where I would wait outside bookstores to next for yeah, the next okay. book. But and I feel so sorry for the kids today that they have all the seven books because they have not had the pleasure of waiting. But yeah, in fact, the Daily Lawyer also is inspired by the Daily Prophet. Really? Yeah. Oh, now I can connect them. So, anyway, we can we can speak about Potter. We can speak about Harry Potter. I'm sure we can do a lot of talking on that. Okay, three three tips that you would give youngsters, young graduates, or maybe somebody who's even in the in the field that that you are. A, st- a student what are some of the tips that you would give youngsters i mean not that we are old but people younger than us <laughs> sorry um i think just work hard there is really no substitute for working hard and i feel that's something that i'm seeing lacking in anybody who comes to work with us because i'm to like try not to say anything dude there is no like i mean yeah man it's, it's good to have a personal life and of course like mental health wellness i'm i'm really all in for it but uh, when it's time to work hard just work hard there are very few years you know like uh, to work where you can really give 200% of what you're doing so um, work hard um again ask if you're unsure, do not assume. Just go up and ask because you'll be surprised how much people are ready to help. Yeah. Um, and assumptions, like I agree with that because I feel that's something I've noticed a lot. Yeah. Because there's so much available information and knowledge available, there's also that yes. many assumptions. Correct. Very true. Case. So do not assume and uh, just ask. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like just ask. I I like what you say. I like all, all all that you said, especially about the first part, which is I think there are some absolutely wonderful things about the Gen Z. You know, they are really they speak their mind. They're not afraid. Like they actually send you messages like I am free to talk now. You know? Yeah. When I was a junior, you're not going to tell your boss I'm free. <laughs> Neither will your boss ask you, are you free? You are like, you bloody well answer. I'm going to get it. And I would also, I think the last one more thing I'd add is money will follow. So do not yes. like if, if if you're young, spend that time you and if you have the privilege. To not work for just earning money. Yeah. Uh, explore and learn as much as you can. Give yeah. that priority over earning a certain amount because money will always come. That's a very good point. That's a very good point because a lot of us, a lot of people, uh, we we get so caught up in this 
these metrics like i have to be so much by so much and so much by so much that we don't we don't see the long term we are not playing the long game correct yeah. very true so on that note two life lessons that you have learned so far in life through mm-hmm. your experience through just living life so uh very sound may sound very philosophical but uh this too shall pass yeah. uh i i i learned this again a very hard way but uh, since then i've realized it just like the minute you start being in the present and you realize your biggest problem is literally just not going to be there <laughs> the next minute uh so that was a life lesson that i've learned uh, and the other thing is uh when i just uh, i think about in 2020 we were rebooting flying flying elephant designs and you know making some changes in the company structure uh when i started networking that's when i really started networking uh as a very shy introvert person i i think going up to somebody and talking was just like unimaginable for me wow but uh, <laughs> but uh work made me do that and i realized people uh really love helping you so um if uh, do not like i i've learned this line pooch uh, you know tata sky had this tagline uh, pooch dala to life jinga lala mm-hmm. so 10 out of 9 times there's always if i have asked for help or if i've asked for you know uh, advice or just like from a work perspective also reached out uh people have always been very receptive or even or like helpful so yeah so reach out to people there's no harm in doing yeah. that uh, the worst that's going to happen is they're going to say a no and yeah. that's going to be your learning yeah But then you know uh, maybe then you can uh, like continue that conversation and understand why it was a no yeah or, or you know that that is not the right person to ask and then you move on to the next person who may be the right person right so yeah, uh, yeah so people are really people are, people really are yeah, more people are good than they are not good also men like i yeah. think that's been my learning like men help are more much more helpful than women in general in the business aspect yeah from a business aspect of it from a community aspect of course uh women building women up and all of that uh, that's been really great but men are really helpful from a really business aspect of it hmm very interesting and final question is what is the best advice that you have received ever one one piece of advice one piece of advice um So my great my grandfather he's ninety years he's almost ninety now wow and he just recently completed his uh, he did a masters from MIT wow online <laughs> so and then he's like the most updated person on Facebook LinkedIn Instagram and we were recently having a conversation and he he did his uh, masters in what so, sorry I just wanted something to to, I don't know the the exact terms but uh, they run a family business they manufacture research chemicals so something to do with organizational management okay wow and then they had to submit a paper at the end of the year it was like a year long course 
so yeah so uh, we were recently having a conversation and he said um, he was telling me just never stop learning wow uh, uh, it may be anything that you're learning right it may not necessarily be about your career or family whatever but just keep learning uh, whether it's a tool whether it's uh, just something that you're reading but just keep learning forever yeah and imagine coming from a person who's almost 90 and at this age did a masters in you know a field that is He's more proficient in social media than my parents so imagine like wow how, how much of learning he's doing on an everyday level wow and is he here in bombay or yeah yeah absolutely in bombay very good yeah awesome so very inspiring for i can imagine why you would say that is the best advice you've ever received and hopefully we'll all we'll all uh, sort of remember to follow that akanksha is there anything that you want to tell the audience which i have not specifically asked you no uh thank you for having me most welcome this was like my first podcast ever Yay, thank you <laughs> i have happy i had fun yes i was a little nervous in the beginning but i was i had fun so uh yeah thank you for having me on i don't have anything but i think i've spoken a lot today yeah but it was very like chill you know it, i really felt like we were sitting over coffee and just chilling and talking about our you know businesses and life and you know things like that it was really chill and it was very i would say a very relatable conversation for everybody so i'm really happy that you know we we touched upon all of these points so thank you so much for making time and i'm sorry we started late No this problem. is the first podcast that i've started late i must say i i i'm always before time but this is the first time i've been late so i'm really sorry no problem i hope it brings some luck <laughs> ha ah, yes acha let's do let's hope <laughs> thank you so much akanksha see you thank soon you, thank you jena thank you bye, bye.